This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23.
I really do need to practice like being more of a student and a listener so that when she is sharing something with me for guidance, instead of me jumping the gun and wanting to give her an answer and like fix the problem, instead really, really listen to understand what it's like for her and how it impacts her Mm -hmm. and allowing and trusting. And this is the part that I, I, you know, I think I will struggle with this for the rest of my life unintentionally, but it's trusting that me as a mother has taught her the skills to go ahead and discern and make a decision that's going to be healthy for her. Hey, my name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros, and we have a little bit of a surprise for you because we're doing a remix. Remix! Remix! That's me scratching the record because it's DJ Melissa Vogel. I'm such a dork. Welcome to the Bomb Mom Podcast, everyone. Yes, we are doing a remix and we have two shows in one for you guys. And we're touching on a topic we haven't really talked about yet on the Bomb Mom Podcast. How about you? No, you know what? We have no, we haven't talked about this at all. Mm -mm. And which you think you would, knowing it's like the Bomb Mom and talking about feelings and being unapologetic. Right. You'd think we'd cover that and we haven't. So here we are. Um, We have two little guests with us too. I have my daughter, Jovina on. Hi. (laughs) And I have my little porcupine, Aubrey on. Hi. (laughs) So Aubrey is 16. Oh my gosh. I almost forgot to hold your. (laughs) You're 16 already. Oh yeah. We went to your 16th birthday party. (laughs) Oh my God. We're, we're killing this. We're doing awesome. How's old Javina now? I know you already told me, but I didn't believe you. I'm 14. <laughs> no way. There's She's 14. No way. Yeah. I can't. So just in case you guys don't know, Veronica and I are both mothers of three daughters mm-hmm. and, and her kids are just slightly older than mine. And they were our like first friends when we moved out to California. So you are literally my longest standing friendship <laughs> that I have here in this state. Well, any state, cross country, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
So we're on here because, you know, obviously this, you know, we're in summer and, you know, we do have conversations, even though we're like crazy, crazy busy, we do have conversations with our kids. And one topic that kept coming up, you know, across the board for all, all of us, including my little monkey feet, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, is bullying. And one thing that I've noticed when you mentioned this topic, Melissa, you know, cause you're the one who, who came up with this idea, you know, um, I've been, it just kind of like made me think about like, you know, what conversations have we had recently about bullying? And one of them was just kind of watching Aubrey mentor Brooklyn, because now Brooklyn's in junior high, you know, and like being that mentor for Brooklyn on things to expect and also like things that Aubrey had, had gone through personally. And so you, you brought this topic up. I want to make sure, obviously, you know, we're all talking about it, but that's really yeah. came up for me when you brought it up. I think, I think that's what started it was when you put it on your Instagram story. And I was like, yes, finally, this is like something that needs to be talked about because I think, especially with girls, you know, when we hear the word bullying, I think they think kids pushing them and stealing their lunch and like, you know, being a physical bully, but we've experienced, well, I put myself in there. You Jovina have experienced it in different ways this year with like people excluding her or like rubbing in like activities that she wasn't invited to. And then like talking about it in front of her or, um, it, just plain ignoring, you know, her, like, I'm like, that's bullying, honey. Yeah, that's a thousand percent. Yeah. You want to talk about it? I want to talk about a couple of experiences you had this year. She's like, um, no, <laughs> you know, so just to kind of warm up Jovina, um, I, I know I've heard it from a lot of parents, you know, a lot of parents have kind of come to me and asked me like, Hey, Veronica, you know, I don't know what to tell my kid because one mm-hmm. thing I was sharing this with you, one of my friends had said, you know, my kid, my kid was invited, but it was kind of like a last minute invite. And there's part of me that doesn't want her to go, you know, however, she also mentioned to me, mom, if I don't like, I don't want to go. I also don't want to go. However, if I don't go, then they're going to be talking bad about me. And if I do go, then that limits the amount of time that they're talking bad about me. And this little girl ended up going and all of them had like matching outfits and she didn't. But her. Exactly. And it's like, (sighs) gosh, I remember going through this with Aaliyah. I remember going through some of this with Aubrey. Aubrey's was a little bit different. Aubrey tends to, right? Can you, do you want to speak to that? Well, I don't know. Like just, it, it hasn't, well, I don't want to say that it hasn't, but like Aubrey's been where out of all of my girls, like anytime Aubrey's invited like people over, she literally has like, I mean, you've come over, like she literally has like 60 kids, like up in this mm-hmm. house, you know, like boys and girls. However, you know, I would say Aubrey, and I don't want to speak for you, but I would say Aubrey's way of, um, her, her form of bullying has been a bit different in that, um, it's more of like people talking about her or people maybe, you know, um, I don't want to say eliminating her, but kind of like, just all of a sudden they're not talking to her and Aubrey doesn't know why, like, wait a minute, I thought yeah. we were- and how are we not friends, but you're still including me in things, but we're just going to pretend like you're not also talking to me. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's come through that. Like, I, I would say for you, it's been more of, you know, you've been, you, you tend to go ahead and become friends in all of these groups. And then all of a sudden, you know, you notice like a difference in the group and then you approach it and she'll come to me and mom, you know, this girl's not talking to me or, you know, she just kind of like looked down instead of like making eye contact with me. I don't know what's going on. And it's like, Aubrey, have a conversation, you know, bring it up. And Aubrey's brought it up and it's still like that weirdness, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you want to speak more about that? Um, I don't know. Mostly what I've noticed is that it's like, I've also grew up with my mom, like constantly saying like, no, like people don't like you because they're jealous of you. And like, that's kind of like a little bit like fed my ego, I guess. <laughs> but like, in a sense, it is like, that is a reality to where it's like, no, like people genuinely will not invite me to things because they are jealous of me because they're jealous of the, like the family I have. Or sure. Like, like I had this girl, she wrote a PowerPoint on me because I stopped being legit. PowerPoint girlfriend with slides, oh, like sure like to present it, like legit PowerPoint. Yeah, um, like a whole PowerPoint on me, but like everyone kind of was just like, whatever, because like in the end, it wasn't like that big of a deal. It was just very much I stopped being friends with her because I started growing even more closer with this other girl. So in reality, it was just overall like it was jealousy mm -hmm. and constant constant jealousy of one person like I stopped hanging out with them so then they started bashing on me because I was hanging out with someone else so then it was very much like that and even in elementary school I remember there was this one girl that like I stopped hanging out with her and I started hanging out with my like these other group of people and then she was like okay fine like I'm gonna like go off on my own like whatever and I was like okay cool like, I gotta be with my friends and then it's just that's what it mainly is with bullying is it's a constant thing of jealousy of what the other person has that you don't have. So then it's like, I'm going to bash them because I don't have that. Or it's like, they have a perfect family and I have divorced parents or something. It's just, that's how it's always been for me, I guess. And I think one thing that, that comes up and I definitely want to hear from you, Melissa is I mean, I remember growing up and hell yeah, I was bullied. Right. I, I, all of us. Every oh yeah. One of us has been bullied, popular kids, not so popular kids, right? Like nerds, whatever, whatever group it is, like every single group has. And I know this for a fact because I'm a clinician and I see I'm with mm -hmm. the, popular, the girls that are popular and I'm with the girls that are not popular. And I'm with the, you know, ones that call themselves nerds or whatever. And every single one of them, as I'm listening to them, it's like, oh my gosh, I literally wish I can play for you my last session, or I wish I can bring all of you guys in one group so you can all hear each other. Yes. Like complain. I don't want to say complain, but like process through the exact same thing. And they're all going through it thinking that because of their social status, it's different. And in reality, it is the same damn thing. Yeah. Same damn thing over and over. Mm -hmm. And it's so much too like, whenever Jovina comes to me and, and she's telling me about another child or something she's dealing with or any of the girls. And I'm always like, I want you to stop and think like why that girl said that to you or, yeah. you know, why do you think that she latched, you know, like, I don't know, <laughs> went after you and stuff. And I would feel bad for her. It's, it's, it's lack of self-confidence. Yes. So much of it goes back to self-confidence. 
I think, or at least what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly trying to remind her of that, of like, obviously she feels bad about herself in some way that she has to take it out on you. Yeah. You know, and, and, and she's seeking something like, why isn't she just okay with herself? And why does she lack the ability to communicate? Like, Hey, you said this and it hurt my feelings. And instead it's like, no, I'm going to go make a fucking PowerPoint about you. You know, (laughs) we're not going to, and I tell her like, always try to have adult conversations. You know, you want to be treated like an adult. You want to handle this like adult. You don't want us to treat it, treat you like kids. Then you need to have, use your words and have an adult conversation. Does that sound familiar, Jovino? And I'm like, use your words. Yes. Um, well, I was in this one friend group and, um, my mom told me use your words and have a conversation with them. And they were so mean to me that I like wanted to move seats in a class and then after that class they were like oh why did you move seats and did the teacher move you or did you ask to move seats and I was like no I asked to move seats and they're like oh why did you ask to move seats and then I was like and then I told them everything that like why I moved seats and that they were like so mean to me and all the things that they were doing and they like completely denied it they're like no I didn't do that at all like you're completely wrong like and Mm -hmm. then then they like walked away from me like I tried to use my words and like have a conversation with them and they didn't apologize. They didn't say like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I had no idea we were doing any of these things to you. They were just like, uh, no, we didn't do any of that to you. Like you're a liar. Like, you know what? That, Jovina, you bring up something really, something that just popped up in my mind. You know, you both have um, moms that are all about like empowering women. You have moms that are like, not at all apologizing for who we are. And, you know, in addition to that, there is a heightened level of confidence and that shit took a lot of work, you know, for both of us to get. Yeah. To- mm-hmm. Right. And what is that like? And I'm asking you this question as well, Aubrey, what is it like when we give you guys, what is it like when a parent gives you feedback, advice, and you try to apply it and then it doesn't work or the other end, you're afraid to apply it. Mm. That's a good question. What comes to mind? Anything? Either one of you? Like I've given you, obviously, you know, I've given you feedback and I've learned like still work in progress. Like, okay, Ma- Veronica, stay quiet, you know, and just let her kind of go through this in here. But like, what happens when we give you this feedback? I know for me, it's like set a boundary, set a boundary with them and, and, or, you know, confront the situation, you know, put your foot down or, you know, say like, not a chance in hell. Like, I know you guys want to do it. And I know Aubrey has been like, you know, mom, don't call the principal or mom, don't, you know, <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> like, don't call her mom or go to her mom's house and have a conversation with mom. Like, you know, like, don't do that. Like, what has that been like for you guys? Um, I think it's like the fact that I think for me, it's the fact that I've never said something before. So then me saying something now, I feel like mm-hmm. the other person is going to take it like, okay, wait, like you've never had a problem with this now. Like, why are you having a problem with it? Or like what changed or something like that? Like you're acting different. Yeah. So then immediately, yeah. like I see how I can manipulate the situation. They see how they can manipulate the situation. So then it's like, okay like in a sense it's like that because a lot of people are like that now to where it's like stuff can easily be like manipulated or relationships immediately go toxic and then it's like it's bad overall so I think that it's just like 
the speaking up part. Yes, in a sense, it could work. It's just how you put it across is like, yeah, can create like a big more. Impact. Yeah. And more. Of That's that. the part that mm-hmm. I struggle with, Melissa, because for me, it's like, hey, listen, you go ahead and handle your stuff. And then I have no problem talking to the mom. Like none. Like I would prefer to go to the mom's house. Right. Right. And listen, I know I'm a therapist and I know like Veronica, you need to reel it back. But there are sometimes I'm like, listen, Vata Loca status up in the house. Hold the earrings. Hold the earrings. <laughs> like, listen, we can handle it her way and then we'll go ahead and handle it mine. Right? <laughs> you know, I think that's the part, like as a mom, that I don't know. It's like it's hard. It's hard because it's like, okay, well, if she could get snappy, we could get snappy. But the reality is, it's like, okay, wait a minute. You're so much more grown. Yes. Right? You're so much like you're like me. I'm talking about me. Like I'm so much more grown. So that ability for me to automatically go ahead and think rationally and think of other ways. And I've already handled these situations. You know, how old am I? 40? Am I 43 or 44? I don't remember. I think I'm 44. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, I think I'm 44. <laughs> Shit. Um, but I've already handled these situations, you know, let's say 34 times, you know, right. or 30 times. However, it was when I started, I started handle, you know, having to go through this where yet for you, you're 16. So you've handled this. You've gone through this maybe like a handful of times, like mm-hmm. not less than half of how many times I've handled it. And I go in and I, I think as a mom, we forget that like, mom, wait a minute. Okay. So I'm going to say this and I'm going to set the boundary. And then these kids are so much more clever than what we were, right. So much more clever than we were when we were kids. And so it's like, okay, mom. So I said it and I did it, but then they did this or then they said this and then, yeah. Right. And you're not with me when I'm saying these things. So I'm on my own. Uh huh. Yeah. It's you're so right because it's, it's so easy, especially for you and I and to be like, just do this and handle this. And you eat lunch by yourself, man, you own eating that table by yourself and you'd be the queen of it. And they're going, no, oh, I'm a loser then. And by myself, no, <laughs> but it's always, I, I try to remind her that it too, that like, there's going to be consequences, you know, you speaking up might get you exiled. Yeah. Or it might, you know, someone might respect that or end up coming to you and being like, Hey, thanks for saying that, you know, because they did the same thing to me or, you know, you probably the friendship that she had with these other girls. And I don't know about you, but I warned her, it was her and another person that were friends. And then another person came in and I'm like, threesome never works. Like you, you have to have four to your group. Three never works. And I ended up being right, unfortunately, <laughs> but I'm like, when you, when you say something or when you start standing up for yourself, cause these girls would like, like she'd try to be walking out of class and they'd walk faster. So she couldn't like keep up. And I'm like, oh no, girl, we don't chase no one. Mm, no, 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 no. But she wasn't expecting for that to end the friendship. Yeah. Huh, do you want to speak on that? Yeah. What is that like for you guys? I know it's recently happened to her too where it kind of ended the friendship or it made the friendship a little funny when you spoke up and then it became awkward. Well, for her, she was, she was really close with this one girl. Yeah. There was this new girl at school and I was like, Oh my gosh, she's so lonely. So I like, like I allowed her to like come 
and be friends with me and like so she wouldn't so she wouldn't sit alone mm-hmm. so but we like, became like her. yeah we became like really good friends and we were like best friends at the beginning of the year and she she was like sort of my escape from like another bad friendship yeah like so, she so was like, I got a friend. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, finally someone nice. And now this is how it turned out. Well, well, what happened? Well, I, so we were like really good friends. And then there was this other girl. Um, I can't say names. No, but, no, say names. <laughs> That's why I'm then, my mouth too right now. I was like, no, 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 I can't say names. Yeah. Um, but then there's this other girl and she's like, oh, where do you guys eat lunch at and stuff? I was like, oh, we sit in blah, blah, blah's room and oh, we go here for lunch or we sit in here for break. And she's like, oh, cool. Can I come join you? I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then and they like they we all like ate together and hung out together as like all three of us. And then they started slowly becoming closer and closer. And then they like sort of like kind of kick me out. So they like teamed up against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Sound familiar? yeah does that sound familiar um in a sense yeah I recently had um this is my best friend we've been best friends like ever since I came to like the school I'm at now and like we got like closer and closer and like we're at each other's houses like every single day and everything and recently I became friends with um another person and we kind of like grew our friendship to now where we are hanging out like every single day. And then I'm hanging out with a whole different group than I was at the start of the year. And then like all of a sudden, because I'm hanging out with a new like group, the old group that I was hanging out at the start of the year kind of like started drifting and like they they had their own problems and stuff. And like some people were like not hanging out with them that they used to hang out with us. So I was like, okay, like kind of like this is kind of a perfect time like for me to leave or whatever. So then I started hanging out with the friend that I'm best friends with now. And because of that, my old best friend, she, um, she, me and her kind of had like a weird stage and it was like really awkward to where we just stopped talking all together. And then it just became like something that was kind of like unspoken, but like it wasn't ever anything where we're going to talk bad on each other or anything. It was just like, we're not talking to each other anymore. We're not friends anymore. Like we're not hanging out together or anything. So then I kind of minded my own business. She minded her own. She became friends even more with that group. I became friends with this new group. And then now I'm hanging out with that new group even more and getting closer and stuff. But it's kind of just became like this one thing where it was like, just came awkward and it was just weird. And then I remember like talking to my mom about it and I was like, how do I fix this? Like, I want my, like, I want my best friend back. Like, like I miss her and stuff like that and then like it was just she her telling me to like speak up and like the one time that I did speak up it actually like followed through and it was like it went good like we were able to text like we were like we were able to hang out and just like yes it was kind of awkward at first however it was like it was like nice like seeing my old best friend and just getting to talk and stuff and like just go through like recap of everything of the events that have happened in our lives ever since then hey there high achieving moms and wives are you tired of feeling like something's missing in your marriage well buckle up because i'm about to reveal the missing puzzle piece that will bring back the romance intimacy and equality you've been craving i understand what you're going through 
It's not just about the occasional date night or a box of chocolates. It's about creating a deep emotional connection, feeling truly understood, and being on the same page when it comes to parenting. You want more than just a teammate. You want a partner who supports you, lifts you up, and shares the responsibilities of life. But let's be real, finding that balance isn't easy. That's why my seven principles for making marriage work program is here to guide you every step of the way. In just 12 weeks, I will help you build the foundation of a rock solid relationship, one that's built on romance, intimacy, and equality. Imagine rekindling that spark, reigniting the passion, and discovering a whole new level of emotional security and communication with your partner. It's time to break free from the mundane and reignite the fire. But wait, you might be thinking, what have I tried already? Trust me, we've seen it all. Couples who've tried everything from fancy date nights to self-help books. And while those things have their place, they often miss the mark when it comes to true transformation. That's where my expertise comes in. As a licensed marriage and family therapist with a decade of experience, I've honed my skills in helping couples like you create lasting change. Together, we'll tackle the root issues and provide you with practical tools that actually work. So don't settle for an average marriage when extraordinary is within reach. Head over to veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching right now to learn more about this program and apply. Remember, spots are limited, so don't wait. This is your chance to finally have the romance, intimacy, and equality you've been yearning for. It's time to reclaim your emotional connection, support each other, and become the unstoppable team you were meant to be. Let's rewrite the story of your marriage together. Visit veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching and take the first step towards a love that exceeds your wildest dreams. The journey to a fulfilling Marriage starts now. Don't miss out. So what are you waiting for? Go to veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching and let's transform your relationship. I think the, the biggest thing too, like, and I know it's hard and um, I do have a question, but I know it's hard for you guys. I mean, I can't, I, we can't, Melissa and I can't say, oh my God, we know exactly what, how hard it is for you guys because mm-hmm. we, we don't, you know, we lived um, in a different time. Exactly. We, we totally lived in a different time and I can't even say it, even though I work with a bunch of kids that are going through this, I still can't say, oh my God, I totally know what it's like. I'd be lying. I have an right. idea of what it's like. And just kind of listening to both of you guys, you guys are totally, you know, you're 14, Jovina. Aubrey's 16. And yet you guys, although you guys, Aubrey's in high school, you're in junior high. There's still so many similarities, you know, just kind of listening to your guys' stories. There's a lot of similarities. And I think one thing that really helped you with this particular situation is, you know, when, when Aubrey, because Aubrey's texting thing, we don't make phone calls anymore. I'm like, I'm going to text you because I don't have time, but then I'm going to try to make a phone call because it, it gets lost. The message gets yeah. lost. Um, But I know for Aubrey, Aubrey's like, mom, I don't know what to say. And I was like, just be honest. And she's like, no, mom, you know, because I don't know this, this, this. And I was like, mama, just, be, I, she's like, I don't want to appear weak. And it's like, just be honest. What are you really feeling? And she's like, mom, I miss it. I miss us. And I was like, then that's how we're going to start your text message. I miss us. 
And Aubrey's like, but I feel like this was done. I feel like this was done, you know, and this isn't fair. And it's like, no, I agree with you. I agree with all of those things, Mm -hmm. you know, and that is somebody else's way of coping. This is your way of coping. And it's not to say that one's better than the other. You know, it really depends on your guys' circumstances, your perspective of the issue. But in reality, like, what are from you? Because we can't own the other person from you. What are you experiencing right now? And she she said it. And I was like, all right, put in a text message. And she put in a text message. And, you know, there was a response. But then there was a, a gap with time. And she was just, like, freaking out the entire time. Because it was, like, weeks or a couple of days or however long it was. Weeks. couple weeks yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like she got that same response with similar vulnerability and it was just like she goes mom and I was like this is what I'm trying to get at this mm-hmm. right here is to help help you get there and I know you can't see past pain sometimes and past that fear you know um and you're changing the dynamics of your relationship yeah you know, but you bring up such a good point that like communicate, like the key to all of it. Cause I'm sure parents are listening. Like, how do we help this? Like, cause I hear Aubrey's story and I hear Jovina talking and my daughters are going through the same exact thing. Yeah. It's that communication piece and having kids express themselves, like just say how you feel. It might not be reciprocated. There might be consequences that we weren't expecting, yeah. but it's better than saying nothing and it just building up inside of you to you feel like you're going to explode or maybe you do explode on your friend, you know, or something else or being fake. Yeah. Like no one wants to be fake and be like, well, I can just do it. You know, I'll just act this way when I see them. And I'm like, no, <laughs> because then you're not yeah. being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And do you want to be friends with people that you can't even be yourself around? Screw that. Well, you know, the thing is, though, you would say, screw it. I would say, screw it. Mm -hmm. However, what would like, what are we missing? What would you guys, I could easily say, screw them. You guys will find another group. You guys will find another best friend. But the reality of it is, okay, mom, but I'm still chilling at the table by myself or I'm still in the class and they're talking and I'm by myself. Like, what would you say we're missing? Do we not see how hard it is? Yeah. Oh, I could talk. It's, um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like what the thing about it is like, depending on who you're sitting with, it's like the status of that group. Is it like, is it a good group where everyone knows them and stuff like that? And is it something that if they say something can get you back and then it's like, wait, I have no more friends. Like I'm literally lonely. And then you have to deal with that throughout the rest of those years at that school or like, even if you're, I've always moved school. So it's like, I wasn't able to stay at one and then be with them for the rest of like ever. So then it was like, is, am I able to like jump back from this? Or is it going to be something to like affect Boom. me forever? That it's like, yes, I can talk up and I can speak for myself on how I'm feeling. And I know like Brooklyn said this before and she's told me um, like, yeah, I'm like, this is happening. However, it's like, I don't want to be alone. Like, I feel, I don't want to be lonely or anything. If I do like lose those friends and stuff like that, because you don't want to be known as like the lonely, like nerdy, like jerk, mm-hmm. not jerk, but like the the loner. one that the loner, the one that could be like bullied easily and taken advantage of. Like, you don't want to be known as that. Instead, like you want to be able to be the, instead you want to be able to be the one that's like 
like with everyone else and having fun going to parties like everything being invited to places and feeling like you at least feeling I don't know feeling like you have friends included yeah like that's I know that that's one big thing that I've heard and like I've also been something for me is that I want to feel included in every like in everything and then when you're not it's like wait like we were just friends and stuff like that but because I spoke up I lost that Mm. so it kind of isn't it interesting how that like being a part of something and included is so important at this age it's like everything to them I think that's one thing because we can easily give all of this feedback and we can easily, you know, say, you know, who gives a shit, right? We can say all these things. And we have said all these things. I know Mm -hmm. I have said all these things. I think that right there is like ultimately the key, you know, although we can give all this feedback and obviously you have moms that will support you, especially if they're listening to this, you are definitely a mom that will support your child. I think though, being able to kind of embrace what you just said. It's mom, listen, I don't want anybody to talk shit about me and I do want to be included and I do want to set boundaries. And at the same time, like if you mom can just understand what I'm up against, it kind of sounds like that's Mm -hmm. what you're saying. Like if you can just understand what I'm up against and it's not that I want to be bullied. It's not that I'm not, I don't want to, you know, be confident. It's just, I'm as a kid, I'm weighing out the risks of what standing up for myself would actually look like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is that what mm-hmm. that for you too, Jovina? Yeah, because sometimes it's it's like you you talk to your parents about it, like having having the courage to actually stand up and say stuff to them. Like it's actually like when you're talking about it with your parents, like it's not that hard. Like you 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 can practice saying stuff to people like to to like you, mom, mm-hmm. or like or like my dad or something, but like having the courage to actually say it to the to the mean person or the person that you're trying to say it to, it's actually like way harder than I thought. Like having, uh, having the courage, like say it to their face and like not even over text or over call or something like, but to their literal face is like so hard. Like it's way harder than I thought. She muted the mic a couple of seconds ago and we've been practicing this thing in the house lately. Um, I, I don't even know where, do you remember where I got it from or I don't know. To, to start it. I, I don't even they know. Me Mel Robbins actually just did a podcast on this. And I'm like, I'm doing a podcast on this too. She beat me to it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where did she get this from? But we've been practicing let them. And that I've been able to apply that in my life. And when she was starting to have trouble at school and I would like even write on like a napkin and stuff to her and put it in her lunchbox and everything just so I knew she would see it and read it because lunchtime was a hard time or like she's on the dance team. So everyone in the dance room eats, you know, and I knew she would open that and see that because that's when a lot of the time, you know, they would exclude her or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and I was just having her start practicing just if they're going to be mean to you, just let them if if they're going to eat somewhere else, let them. Yeah, because you can't waste all your energy on like trying to change someone when they're obviously not going to change. And do you, you know, and do you really want to be friends with that type of person anyways? And maybe the answer is yes, maybe it's no, I don't know. You know, you're the one in that situation, but it, it's, it has helped, you know, taking that approach with certain things. And um, I think it kind of gave her a confidence boost. And then a lot of people kind of turned around and they were like, well, why isn't Jovina following us anymore? well, well, do you, well, are you mad at us? You know, <laughs> and then they were like, like this little puppy, like 
scratching her legs now. And then it opened the doors to conversation with other girls that had been exiled or Mm -hmm. ignored or bullied too. And she was like, I went through that same thing. Yeah. And she's like, so did I. And it helped blossom friendships with them and they can relate and understand each other now. And I'm like, see, because now I'm like best friends with this one girl that went through the exact same thing, like the same like trio. She was being left out. They were leaving her out of a bunch of things like like she would be sitting like they'd all be sitting in a row together and then she'd be like on the end and then they'd like show each other stuff like without her seeing it. It's like I went through that exact same thing. Like it's so sad. Like why do people have to be so mean? Like what's the point? Like I don't get it. Well, it's it kind of goes back to what you just said. You know, they also have had people that have done these things to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't they probably don't have moms or dads like you guys have where you you guys are able to have these conversations. And so, I mean, just from what I, I, you know, as a therapist, like I've had adults that have said, I didn't know how to cope. And so I have treated people like crap unintentionally, but because I, all I knew was going to push people away. And I just wanted other people to feel exactly how I felt because then instead of feeling like I was completely, you know, overpowered or weak, I felt as if I was in control. Mm -hmm. And this is why people do this. Is it right? Absolutely not. However, if you guys, you know, as kids can understand that, like these people are doing these things and behaving this way because they don't know how to self-regulate. They don't have the skills to go ahead and speak up. They don't have a mom and dad, you know, that are saying, Hey, we understand, or you know what? We don't understand. So I'm trying, you know, help me understand, or I'm going to go ahead and learn. Like most of the time they don't have that. And I'm going to be honest, you know, that's something I see a lot. I see a lot of kids that are like, just stuck, so stuck. And when I find out that they, you know, maybe go to my kid's school or, you know, my kids are friends with them or whatever. It's like, oh, my kid just needs a hug. Like if you give that kid a hug, they would told everything would totally change, you know? And that's something you guys don't have that information on. You guys don't know what their living situations look like. And I'm not saying that so you can feel bad for them and continue to allow them to walk over you, right. compromise yourselves. I'm not saying it for that. It's just kind of goes along with that saying hurt people, hurt people, like a thousand percent hurt people, Mm -hmm. hurt people. And so I think Oprah said it really well. You know, I stopped asking people and she wrote a book about it. She said, I stopped asking people, you know, what's wrong with you. And I, instead I started asking people what happened to you. Yep. And you guys can learn these messages and and empathy, not necessarily sympathy, but like the empathy of it at an early age, it can help you not take it personal to let things go more and be like, mm, you know, that sucks. Yeah. And and not carry that on you and like and, and take that because you know, if someone treats you bad, you'll take that their bad day, their mistreatment, they put it on you. And now you're carrying this rock. And it's not even your rock to carry anymore. Instead of just being like, oh man, that rack is heavy, but I'm not going to take it. You know, if, if you ever want to talk, try to break that rock open. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, definitely. And I think that uh, that second component is as parents, 
you know, and I, this is something Aubrey has taught me and I mentioned it, you know, in the speech that I gave for sweet 16, like with Aubrey, she has helped me become like a student, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm still her mom. However, um, like she's helped me understand, like, for one, I don't know it all. And two, like, I really do need to practice like being more of a student and a listener so that when she is sharing something with me for guidance, instead of me jumping the gun and wanting to give her an answer and like fix the problem, instead really, really listen to understand what it's like for her and how it impacts her Mm -hmm. and allowing and trusting. And this is the part that I, I, you know, I think I will struggle with this for the rest of my life unintentionally, but it's trusting that me as a mother has taught her the skills to go ahead and discern and make a decision that's going to be healthy for her instead mm-hmm. of trying to just automatically step in and go, okay, I'll fix it. And that's something that's, that's been like a big lesson from you is you like saying, mom, just trust that what you've taught me was enough. And I'm coming to you for guidance, just not for you to take it over. Mm-hmm. God, it must be a middle child thing. Girl, <laughs> same way with her. And I'm like, she listening to it. I'm sitting here going, uh-huh, just shaking my head. I'm like, yep, I get it. This kid, like, she's smarter than me. Like, she's been on this planet like four or five times already. <laughs> For real. She's an old soul here. But I love that we're just having this conversation and just bringing all of this out and knowing, you know, even if a mom shares this with her daughter and it's like, look, listen to these two girls talk. Like you're not alone. These, you know, listen to Veronica and Melissa's daughters. Didn't you just experience that? Or aren't you experiencing that right now? You know, validation goes a long way, you know, and just you two coming on and having the courage to talk about this and being vulnerable and speaking about it. Like that's powerful, you know, and that's, that's helping other people too. And it, it shows a lot of courage on your part, you know, as well. But these, I think the more just baby steps to these hard conversations, it's going to help people move through the summer. Um, Hopefully we get this out in the summer and that just maybe use that time to find the meaningful conversations with kids, to find the meaningful relationships that you want, having people over that you really care about, you know, and like, oh yeah, I really do want to foster this relationship a little bit more. Um, I haven't had the opportunity during in school year. Cause we're so busy, but now maybe this time of year, we can have a so-and-so over and get to know someone. And yeah. Yeah. I guess that would lead us to maybe, you know, one of the last questions is in what ways, um, have you, or, or we helped you guys foster healthy relationships? Mm. I think by showing us what a healthy relationship looks like with your friends, Like, I know for you, you have, like, one of your best friends, like, a few of your best friends that are, like, they're really healthy relationships and that we can end up, like, seeing how that plays out. And when you guys do have your, like, down sometimes, it's, like, like, how do you jump back from that and how do you, like, fix that? And what you showed me is always to communicate and stuff like that. So really being able to, like, take that and then, like, put it into what I'm dealing with, it kind of, it does help a lot. and what are you guys being a role model to us is it in the end it shows like or like it helps us kind of Mm -hmm. navigate through our relationships Mm -hmm. 
love you. Bro, you better have a better answer than hers. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Try not to be better than hers. <laughs> uh, whatever you think, honey. It's um, but like, not only you guys showing us how it looks like, but like all of your um, all of your what's it called? Not like your feedback for us, but like your tips and your mm-hmm. like what to say to them. Like sometimes I wish you could have a conversation with those people instead of me like translating it to them. Like I wish you would just talk to them for me. Jovina, she's like, don't say that because oh. I'm like, give me the phone. Give me the phone. <laughs> yep. Well, and you've witnessed, Jovina has witnessed me being outcasted a lot too. And I share those wow. moments, you know, when other women you know, you see on Facebook and everyone had this like event and they're like, mom, isn't those your friends and you weren't invited, you know, and yeah. I, and I share it and I'm, I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? We just, we don't get along anymore or we weren't meant to be friends together anymore or they have their concerns and I have mine and, and that's okay. Like I'm let them, let yeah. them. It's okay. If they want to have something without me, let them. I'm not going to carry that. And I share that with them now. I don't hide it. I used to hide a lot of it. And now I, I share it with them. And when it happens to them, I can be like, well, remember that time when yeah. I was literally cropped out of a photo? Shit. Hey, girl, listen, we need to, we'll do a part two on this. Cause right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're not fucking them up. I'm so happy. Hey, listen, we're all going to mess them up. I'm a therapist and I'm going to mess up my kids, not on purpose, but it's, listen, it's going to happen. And I think that's, that, that needs to be very, very clear. It's going to happen. You know, I've told my kids, listen, I'm a, I'm a mess you up. My intent is not to mess you up and you're probably going to have to go to therapy and talk about me. You know what I mean? Like that's probably going to happen. And that's never my intent. Like I'm not out to like intentionally maliciously hurt you. My goal is to be one of the best teachers ever. And even though I'm a teacher, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to come to you and I'm going to, how many times have I apologized? Right. I have, I have, I have, you know, come back and said, Hey, the way I handled that, I was out of line. I Mm -hmm. I apologize. And there are times where Aubrey or Brooklyn or Aaliyah will say, mom, it's okay. And it's like, okay, if I do it again, are you going to be okay with it? Well, no. All right. It's okay that you say it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that I'm holding on to this and it's okay that I'm going through this, you know? So we're all going to mess them up. That's not the goal. Yes. However, being able to listen to this podcast, being able to have these discussions, being able to go ahead and have this open mind and learn something different and implement it just kind of like both Jovina and Aubrey have just said, like that right there is gold. Yep. And I'm going to encourage everyone listening to, to keep listening to the empowered and unapologetic podcast and the bomb bomb podcast to help building yourself, learn your worth, know your worth as a female, a mom, a sister, as an individual and build your own confidence. You can mirror that for your kids. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. And we can like, just listening to this episode, we can learn a lot from it. I think this is I don't think I know this is one of the reasons why you and I are such good friends is we don't have that competition. You know, Mm -hmm. we're able to go ahead and uplift each other. You know, you'll tell me, Veronica, hey, you know, this is going on, you know, come. It's not at all competition. We we uplift one another. We praise one another and we show up for each other. Yeah. Amen. 
Mm-hmm. And if you can do that as grown women, you can show your kids how yeah. to do that too. So exactly. keep doing the work on yourself. Well, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for this idea. This was, like I said, I'm, credit goes to you. You came up with this idea and I'm so glad we did it. And the girls, the girls were just dying. Like last week, Aubrey was like, mom, are we doing the podcast? I'm totally lying. I just told Aubrey about it like half an hour ago. <laughs> I'm like, Jovina, guess what you're doing? You're doing it. Every, uh-huh. Everyone else is going to the pool, but you're going to stay here and podcast with me on a Friday afternoon. You are so lucky. I'm going to so get her lucky. a pony later. She's going to get a pony. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, well, everyone, thanks again for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. Veronica, thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you again, Melissa. Bye everyone. Let's be honest. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five things that are killing your marriage tips from a therapist. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. Ladies, this guide is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy-to-use strategies to apply right away. You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples. I am on a mission to help you and your partner experience stress-free living. With this free guide, we are setting our marriages up for success. But it starts with you. You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www. VeronicaCisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level. And people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like 
why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.